Welcome back to another episode of Symphonic Shorts, the podcast that makes classical music relevant, easy, and fun for everyone. I'm your host, Ian Passmore, and today we're diving once again into the music of Disney's Fantasia while we explore the demonic and otherworldly tone poem Night on Bald Mountain by Modest Masorsky. Before we begin, let's recap a crucial concept. In episode 2, we covered the term tone poem, which is an orchestral composition that tells a story or evokes a particular mood or scene without having to rely on words. Today we're going to delve into one of the most famous tone poems ever written and its various adaptations. Night on Bald Mountain is an 1867 tone poem written by the Russian composer Modest Mussorgsky. This work captures the dark and eerie atmosphere of a night atop a mountain where the supernatural and the macabre come to life. It's a true masterpiece of orchestral storytelling. One thing you'll often encounter when exploring classical music is the concept of orchestration. Orchestration is like creating a blueprint for a musical work, specifying which instruments will play which melodies, harmonies, and rhythms to achieve a desired musical effect. Mussorgsky originally orchestrated Night on Bald Mountain himself, which means he determined how each instrument in the orchestra would contribute to the overall sound. For example, in Hedwig's theme from Harry Potter, the composer John Williams made a conscious decision to have that melody played by a keyboard instrument called a celeste. He could have just as easily decided to have it played by the tuba, but do you really think that would have had the same shimmering, magical effect? Of course not! That's an example of a decision regarding the orchestration. But there's a twist when it comes to Night on Bald Mountain. Mussorgsky's orchestration is not the most widely known or performed version of the piece. That honor goes to Mussorgsky's friend and colleague Nikolai Rimsky-Korsakov, a renowned composer and orchestrator in his own right. After Mussorgsky's death, Rimsky-Korsakov decided to reorchestrate Night on Bald Mountain. He reimagined the original orchestration, making it more conventional and refined by assigning different instruments to different parts. His version became the standard and the one that most people associate with the piece today.
Can you hear the difference? Now you might be wondering, why did Rimsky-Korsakov feel the need to reorchestrate Mussorgsky's work? Well, Mussorgsky's original orchestration was unconventional, often pushing the boundaries of what was considered proper orchestration at the time. It was daring and it was experimental, and because of that, it didn't find widespread acceptance. This brings us to another important concept, arranging. Arranging is the art of taking an existing piece of music and adapting it for different instruments or ensembles, often resulting in a version that sounds noticeably different from the original source. While orchestration focuses on optimizing a composition for a single type of ensemble, arranging aims to transform the piece for a different setting or purpose. For example, a lot of popular symphonies, or at least parts of popular symphonies, take the famous first movement of Beethoven's Fifth, are often arranged for educational purposes. This process can involve adding or removing instruments from the original, changing notes, rhythms, etc., all to make the piece more accessible to students who have not yet mastered their instruments. It gives them a taste of the classics while they're not yet ready to take on the full-fat version you'd hear at your local professional orchestra concert. As another, perhaps more relatable example, think of how many different versions of the national anthem you've heard at sporting events. Maybe you've heard a solo singer, or a singer with a guitar. Maybe you've heard a full chorus, an orchestra, or even a military band. Maybe you've heard the national anthem performed by a kazoo and a pack of barking dogs. Anything you can possibly think of. Each different version would equal a different arrangement of the original. It's also worth noting that arranging and transcribing, a term we covered in our previous episode, are often used interchangeably, but they're not quite the same. For more on that, check out episode 4. In the case of Fantasia, Leopold Stokowski, the conductor of the Philadelphia Orchestra and the musical director for the film, took Rimsky-Korsakov's version of Night on Bald Mountain and arranged it for use in the movie. His arrangement breathed new life into the piece and made it a memorable part of Fantasia. Fantasia features a variety of animated segments set to different classical compositions, and Night on Bald Mountain was chosen to represent the darker, more intense side of the film. In the movie, you'll witness the powerful and menacing Chernabog, an evil demon, and the nightmarish creatures that he summons during the Night on Bald Mountain. Stokowski's arrangement of Night on Bald Mountain was specifically tailored to create a perfect match between music and Disney's animation, amplifying the eerie atmosphere of the scene. Listen for the wailing strings and woodwinds, the pounding percussion, and the ominous brass.
So, to sum it all up, Modest Mussorgsky composed the original Night on Bald Mountain in 1867. Rimsky-Korsakov reorchestrated it in 1886 to make it more conventional, and Stakovsky arranged Rimsky-Korsakov's version specifically for Fantasia in 1940. Each step in this journey transformed the piece, showcasing how music can be adapted, evolved, and repurposed to suit different artistic contexts. For what it's worth, my personal favorite is still Mussorgsky's original. I think his orchestration lends itself to capturing the demonic and savage spirit of the piece from the very beginning. Let me know which is your favorite and if you have any requests for future episodes. Remember to check out my website, dogdadmaestro.com, and follow me on social media at dogdadmaestro. That's it for today's episode of Symphonic Shorts. I hope you've enjoyed this deep dive into the world of Night on Bald Mountain and its use in Fantasia. Join me in our next episode when we'll continue our journey through the music of Fantasia. But until then, happy Halloween.